Guys, 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 are you looking for a top-notch local video production and design agency company? Well, look no further, because Gorilla Graphics Design Agency can provide you with top-tier effects and production value. We have everything you can ask for, including professional equipment and a stellar end product from top to bottom. That's right. I said we have everything to ask for that you can ask for, because I'm actually going to be part of this team, this uh this great professional top-notch product that is Gorilla Graphics Design Agency. Um, we're having the CEO on today, Jaden Swales, and uh, I'm going to be working with him and the team, and we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. I'm going to be editing, manning the behind-the-scenes type of stuff, and it's going to be excellent. It's going to be great seeing um, what we come up with. So if you want more, head over to GorillaGraphics.com for all of your design needs today. That's G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A-G-R-F-X.com. Again, guys, don't miss out. If you are looking for your next project or video to get done and you don't know where to start, contact us. Stutterbox Productions is a backbone for many of the events that you see in the Midwest, from EDM festivals to late-night hip-hop shows. This company has been working closely at this podcast since the beginning, and we always have plenty of things planned for the future. So if you're looking to plan your next gig or event, Head over to their Facebook page to learn more today. What's up? This is the McAllister's Podcast. I'm your host as always, Cole McAllister. We're joined today by good friend, friendly competitor, I would say. <laughs> I'm, I'm always talking about how, like, uh, you know, we were kind of talking about this before the episode, like, <laughs> riddle with class. I love it. I love yep, it. Yep. Um, how I, I always, like, you have so many episodes on your docket. You're, at, I think you just put out 209? Yeah, 210, 211, 212. Depends on when this comes out, I guess. But Yeah, I might- true. That's fair. But you're going every week. You're in the 200s. And, like, I'm always telling people, like, yeah, I always look at Far. I'm like, fuck, I want to get to the point where I got as many episodes as this motherfucker, you know? But, like, we kind of, I feel like we really do have, like, a friendly competition. Like, not, not even, I don't even look at it as, like, a friendly competition. But, like, I just, like, I aspire to what you do. I'm like, you know, I, I want to have that kind of like catalog that kind of back where like i have this many episodes i have this kind of repertoire because like i don't really think pod i have said this before i don't really think podcasts can be taken seriously until you hit three digits yeah yeah i mean that if you there's all these stats like you know there's there's enough podcasts in the world for you know i think it's like every three per every three people that exist on the world now can have a podcast you know it's like unless you're confused breakfast i should say that because they they're just insane they're crushing it uh we we could definitely lean back into that that's a topic that could soak up a lot of time for sure for sure but there's a lot of podcasts out there that are abandoned or like um they only release they only now release an episode every whatever you know every few months or something or they're on hiatus or like uh they're just non-consistent which i think is like honestly that's the killer of anything online is inconsistency exactly if you're just like this comes out every tuesday and then like you miss a week and then the next week it comes out on wednesday and then you're like well i'll do a bonus one for them and it comes out on thursday and then you just start like burying all your uh consistency and that's like something that kind of kind of sucks but yeah, I don't, having a big catalog of stuff, it's it it's just having that consistency is what it is, you know, and, and just going out there and having a product that you're okay with putting out there every single week, talking to the people that you want to and, like, trying to find a way to, to keep interested in it. It's not much different than, you know, like, learning guitar or learning an instrument. You know, I, I also play guitar, but it's, like, one of those things where 
if you want to do it, you will do it. So you just find a way to make it so you want to do it. And then the only way to do that is to like find a way to try to make it fun or like talk to people that are fun or or to have the ability to go in, back in your catalog and just be like, okay, if you want the nuts and bolts of what this person's background is like, go listen to the last episode I had with them. But they have some big stuff that's happening now, and we're going to talk about that now. So here's that. you know. And that was like a recent episode I did, did with a guy named Ron Lee King, where I had interviewed him like three years ago, and I got kind of his backstory. And then I interviewed him like a year ago and talked about how he was starting to do some different things. And then I interviewed him just recently and uh you know as far as what's changed in his life since a year ago and and a lot has changed so some of those are the fun things when you have like you said that big catalog that you can kind of lean back on and look back on and be like ah, i've done these things and those things you know and uh it's tough to find guests that people always want to listen to because you you end up gaining a crowd of people that kind of look every week as to like who's on this week you know and yeah and not every time will those people think that the person you think is interesting is also interesting but i also look at those as like these are the ones where uh i will gain listeners from people that may never actually ever follow my podcast and they probably you know maybe they won't after it's all over and said done with and after they're done listening to it maybe this is the only episode they'll ever listen to but those are sometimes i look at those episodes like that and it's like that's okay too i'm okay with somebody coming in and peeking in for a week or whatever so yeah well and what's important is they still have the name recognition in their head if they (laughs) if they fuck with whatever guest you have they're gonna be like oh he was on the audible farm podcast or he was on the mccallister hours yeah or whatever yeah and i mean like the name recognition that's that's a big one or like uh Something I was, like, really into was just, like, logos. Logos are a huge deal. Like, you know, McDonald's, everyone knows. Like, Apple, it's an Apple, you know, and, uh, you know, whatever. It's just, you just go down the line. Everybody knows every logo for everything that stands out in their brain, you know, especially, like, basic designs and things like that. And that's where I wanted something to kind of, like, tag onto mine, so it was the pig. And that's, like, something everyone always, like, oh, you do the podcast thing. Which one is it? It's the one with the pig on it. And it's, like... I'm okay with being recognized as that, you know, like, uh, yes, my podcast is the logo with the pig on it. And, uh, yeah, it's easy to be noticed that way, but I'm okay with it, you know? And, uh, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things. Marketing yourself was something that like when I first started was like super important. I was like, I need a logo. I need something I'm going to stand by. This is going to be the general principle of like my logo forever and et cetera, et cetera. And I guess over time it's kind of taken a back burner, um, I guess like quote unquote marketing myself, but, but that's cause like I have everything kind of set up the way I need it to. And sure. as of right now, I can kind of rest on my laurels if I don't want to push it any further. And I just don't know uh, what I would do to push it any further with yeah. any sort of marketing. You know, I think it'd be funny if you had a cop on your show, a cop. Yeah. Cause of the pig. Good. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Audible farm. What's this all about with the pig? I don't like that. That doesn't seem very, doesn't seem very 2022 it's bro it's not very pc man yep i'm offended man yeah i don't shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> honestly like that's one of my favorite things about the podcast is it's like it's not super political because it's just and i don't want to be like mean about it but it's uh i hate to say it but i, I don't care no it's it's fine man. And, and i mean uh, it's i'll have these conversations with everybody i'll i'll definitely entertain the conversations that are political and stuff but like as far as just like most of the time when someone's like my opinion is this and it's like okay that was unsolicited so i don't care you know and it, that's just how i just go about my life is just most of the time people are just like shouting in your ear all this stuff and it's just like 
you know, the the left side is bad because, and it's like, oh, don't don't give a shit. Like, if you're that kind of a person that just feels like you need to go on the internet with like the megaphone that is social media and be like, my opinion is this, and it's more important than anyone else's, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't really care, and I I, f- I feel triggered, man. I don't, I don't like this. No. <laughs> I will have to say the the benefit you have is uh, the the commu- comedicness of it all, and um, the thing that people might not see is it's like ludicrously deep sarcasm or like super dark humor and those are two things that i actually appreciate quite a bit just based on um the satirism of just like oh that's actually funny because he really doesn't give a shit about this you know (laughs) thank you i appreciate Um, that so that's i guess that's the difference of it i'm just not for sure i'm just not emboldened enough to go out there and try and be that person either well and we've talked about this before you and i have very different um channels in terms of podcasting but that's what's so great about having you on yeah because it's like it's almost a different peter stockdale the novel farm it like is. when i have um y- you know like um people from other podcasts or like you know even like rappers you know you see a different side of rappers when they come and you know do like an hour hour and a half two hour even discussion where they're really just letting loose getting the drinks it's like a whole different form than like what you see on instagram like the five minute yeah uh yeah guns and guns and bitches Uh, (laughs) yeah well honestly like even it's it's just an image that's trying to be portrayed and i get it because that's just what it is but like you listen to some of the music and it's like if that's the only if that's the only outlet you have for this person you're like man this person's kind of intimidating (laughs) and then they get on the podcast you're like this person seems like a lot of fun actually you know (laughs) (laughs) and that's kind of what i that's what you wanted to do with podcasting that's what i wanted to do with podcasting it's like i want to help promote these people but i also want to give people a little bit deeper look so they understand that this person is actually a human being we can have conversations about things uh your conversations are more like funny uh off the wall you know it's it's like there's no topic that's taboo so we kind of go any you know over here you can go anywhere with any topic you want to and that's you know I, that's one of the things I enjoy about this podcast is is that's the thing. Mine goes on tangents, but I always try to like wrangle it back into music because mostly music ish people yeah. listen to my podcast. You know, there's a few outliers that aren't music that have been on the podcast, but still. Yeah. Well, how about this? Kanye versus the Jews. What do you think? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I did an entire hour long live stream with love the Jews. <laughs> this shit is wild, dude. Um, I just I listened to his like two and a half hour long. Did you see his Lex interview? No, I was listen- I was actually listening to your Marco Battaglia episode um before coming on here <laughs> i talking about and, it. and i'm glad that he got a lot of his opinions out on it um if you guys have no clue what i'm talking about go back a few episodes look at it i know marco personally i've known yeah. him for a long time that's how we actually connected which yeah. i'm so fucking grateful for He's, like i got both of the lp um you know the governor both the governor and the lieutenant governor running mates it's fucking awesome man that's cool but yeah, I'm glad, like I said, Marco is one of my favorite people I've met in the music scene down here. He's just one of the nicest people I know in general. Uh, if I could just explain Marco as a person to somebody, it's like he wants to go out and have fun and, and he wants everyone else to have fun and he doesn't want anyone to hurt anyone. And that's basically like what I would, how I would describe him as a person. He's, yeah, he just, I agree. He just wants everyone to go out and be having a good time and that's that's that, you know. And I've he had a pretty good take on uh, the whole Kanye thing. And I, I guess, I don't know. I don't really, I, a don't give a shit. I'm sorry to just be like <laughs> vulgar about it. 
Um, but if somebody had to say, like, you have to give a shit, what's your opinion? And I'd, I'd just say, like, he's taking, like, the itsy-bitsiest, tiniest grain of something that might be somewhat factual and then blowing it into the most insane thing that anyone's <laughs> ever said in their entire life. And the dude is just... If, if you subscribe to no publicity is bad publicity, he's crushing it. He's crushing it. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, like Donda 2 or Donda 3, whatever the fuck he's on. The new Donda project, that's what this is all for. He wants to just pack it all into another 24 <laughs> track. <laughs> he's creating his timeline. He's going back to fucking... Uh, uh, <laughs> God, my... Um, did you, do you listen to Kanye? I guess nope. that's a question. No, you don't nope. give a shit. Nope. You don't like him? Nah, it's not my not my cup of tea. I'm sorry. Do you, do you see any um, artistic like qualities by him? I mean, there's artistic. Yes. So I bet it's one of those things. In like 20 years from now, 30 years from now, or after it's all said and done, people are gonna be like, this guy might have been a genius because he was kind of, he was kind of just out there and he just did all this ludicrous shit to make people look at him, and he had nothing to do with any of the stuff that he was talking about. It's just like, what is this guy? It's like, oh, he he makes rap music that some people like. Yeah. You know. Um. You know. Not even. It's one of those things where it's like some people that don't like rap music may like his stuff, and some people that like rap music may like his stuff. And then he kind of gets famous because he um, is interwoven into like another famous family that's not famous for any reason that sh- anyone should ever be famous. I'm just that's another topic. Gross. <laughs> it's out. It's gone. Wait, you're talking about the Kim's yeah, wife? Yeah, gone. I didn't even want to bring it up. It's just gone. So let's just delete that from the whole equation. So he leans into that, and now it's just like he's staying relevant, saying like crazy stuff. And I think maybe from an artistic perspective, that's kind of cool. But uh, at the same time, I don't necessarily stand by a single thing that he does or says um, as a human being in general. Yeah. No. I. You know it. I, I do agree with that, that he's not like, I don't think him or Kim Kardashian are good people. Um, side note, not really that great of a mixtape, or a sex tape. No reality. I, I, got, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I honestly got to say, like, and this is not because I'm a prude. I, I never sought it out and looked at it because, uh, or this might be the theme of this episode, because I don't care. <laughs> like, Insert I, sex tape. <laughs> We're just going to have a break right here. Oh my gosh. That's for the Patreon <laughs> listeners only. Oh my god. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> Get the triple X version. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe so you can get a link to the OnlyFans account. Dude, I've had that idea where I just have Patreon content where I do like a podcast in my underwear. Or just like I just get on the table I cross like it like naked. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like laying over here and there's a charcuterie board over there. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I have like a bowl over my crotch and I'm just <laughs> laying and just <laughs> Oh my god! Plastic. Yeah, I don't think it would be worth it. I don't know. If, I don't know if it would. I don't know if it would fly. I don't know if the sensors would allow that. Um, well, you know, it's crazy though. There is like porn on Patreon. People do do that. Uh, yes. So there's that to an extent, but also know your lane. Go to OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. You know, right. <laughs> know your lane. Get on Twitter like the rest of the world. <laughs> what the hell is up with Twitter? Have you gotten back on that? I'm I'm on Twitter, I guess. You've like, always Oh I, yeah, that's right. You've I, always been on Twitter. I I used to use Twitter a lot. Like okay. 
backstory time for people who don't know. I used to go to a lot of professional wrestling shows, like independent professional wrestling shows. You have uh, by side no, you have to hit me up next time there's one in Des Moines, and I want to go with you. Oh, absolutely! I, I recently had a friend of mine that used to go to all these pro wrestling shows, like, and I'm talking like a lot. So there's there was a company in Des Moines. Now there's like you know I guess in Iowa there's like two or three companies, maybe four. Uh, four or five professional wrestling companies in Iowa that are doing things right now, uh, tops, and they run shows usually like once a month in different cities, you know, sometimes in Des Moines. And uh, there's ones like that in different states that do th- things like that. And these wrestlers end up becoming the wrestlers that you see on TV eventually. For example, mm-hmm. like uh, Seth Rollins, the guy that's on WWE that has been on there, he was like their top guy forever. Uh, he's from Iowa and he wrestled in like promotions around here like he's wrestled in des moines and stuff like that like way back in the day when he first started so like sometimes you get to see people eventually make it to tv so it's kind of cool um but yeah we used to go to all these shows and i've had somebody that like you know went eventually went to train and became a pro wrestler and i had someone on my podcast that is now a professional wrestler that used to go to all these shows with me and things like that so um i mean heck i used to go to shows with like marco used to go to these shows and um I don't know, just listening to that Marco episode just kind of made me nostalgic. Because like I said, when I first started coming down to Des Moines, hanging out with people, like Marco was one of the first people in the scene down here I met. And he's just such a nice guy. It's uh, Hell yeah. I don't know, it's just kind of fun to be able to listen to your podcast and kind of get nostalgic about that. Or just like listen to my other friends coming on here, like Scott Kirkhart. I was debating whether or not to wear my broken strings hat. And I was like, nah, he, he did his whole own episode. Uh, yeah, I don't that. need to give him all the glory. No, you know? why do I need to support a nonprofit company that's giving musical instruments to children in need? Why would I have anything to? No, I'm just kidding. It's an amazing. You know, as Tim Dill says, pay me, <laughs> <laughs> pay me money. <laughs> I'll uh, give you, your, I'll give you your shout out. Oh my uh, gosh, I love it. Uh, yeah, have you heard? Have you listened to Tim Dillon? Have we talked? About I've him? heard him on other people's podcasts. Oh, I yeah. haven't sought out his podcast, but. Well, his podcast recently kind of took an L because he, his producer left because he was like such a dick to him like over the years. It just got like, you know, it just went too far, I guess. I don't know. I I didn't think it was like unresolvable, but I could see after like years and years of like this guy just being a maniac, like, bro, <laughs> can you seriously chill the fuck out? Well, that's why a lot of one person podcasts end up, uh, you know, biting the dust too, is because uh, the the host mm. is just too shitty to the producer, and that's the same person, you know. So we just sit, we just sit there behind the computer, like, this sucks, I'm stupid, uh, I hate my life, and then we just quit podcasting forever. Um, you know, I'm just kidding. I don't want to sound. That sounds like super shitty to no. say, especially when like my podcast is like four plus years of me like supporting like podcasting, entertainment, music, like artists, everything that has to do with like small time stuff, and I'm just like basically just made a joke about like you should probably give up now you know like <laughs> i apologize everybody <laughs> <laughs> no man i like what you do have, have you like have you not like gotten used to yourself yet like i feel like i'm at the point where like i can add myself and i'm just like whatever i don't even care anymore what do you, i guess i don't understand what you mean so like, I, well i maybe i misunderstood what you were saying but like like all you almost like have a hard time like like that illustration that you were giving you almost like a hard time like like you know seeing yourself and being like oh continue on you haven't like gotten used to like oh this is just my thing and like i do it it seems like you have oh god no 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 i feel like an imposter in every step of my life oh really yeah damn dude i don't want to feel weird about it but like i still like i've been playing music with like three finger betty for like 
five, six, like almost seven years now. And it's just, yeah, well, you guys are really good. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I still kind of just feel like a new guy, you know, I feel like a new Uh, guy in the scene, you know, like a new whatever. Cause there's not too many bands post three finger Betty that have stuck around long term. There's a handful, but I still just kind of feel like a new guy in the scene. Cause some of those bands are made up of people that were in the scene before me anyways. So I don't know. There are new people in the scene, and there's new people that have joined the band and left and things like that, but it's still one of those things where I kind of just feel like the new guy, you know, and it's no different in the North Central Iowa scene where I spend a lot of my time playing music with, like, Jesse Wilson, and I still just, like, I feel like the new guy. I feel like like an add-on, just like a... a, um, I'm kind of by myself in this, like, you know, thing where it's just like, ah, you know, sometimes they bring me with, sometimes they don't, you know, and it's it's just the nature of the beast being in a musician that is somebody that is added on anyways, but... You know, it's that's just kind of how I feel. I just kind of feel like somebody that shows up sometimes. And I get it. I'm part of this scene just like anyone else is. But I just, I have a hard time in my own mind, like like you said, like just justifying it. And it's no different with podcasting. I feel like I've been doing it for four years, but I still feel like there's points and times where I run into people and they're like, you got a podcast? And it's just like, like, yeah, like, oh my gosh. Or there's people that tell me they listen every single week and they're like, who the hell is this guy? And I'm like, he was on the podcast like four weeks ago. And they're like really and it's like yeah yeah never mind like and i listen every single week and it's like okay cool you know so like you just have to take it all with a grain of salt and just keep going but like that's the kind of stuff that i guess like it's it sucks because it's not every day and it's not all the time but like the little bits of those that i notice that happen it's just like maybe this is me just being too perceptive and caring too much but that's just who i am as a human being anyways i notice too much shit and it's it sucks (laughs) but like every now and then i'm just like huh damn like i don't know this is this is what it is but whatever you know like yeah and i have i like i said for just a podcast that talks about music and just interviews like random musicians or people who are artists or people who have like uh professional wrestling i've had comedians on there i've had uh professional wrestling promoters i've had venue owners on there um i've had whole bands on there i mean you kind of name it i've kind of been a little bit of here there and everywhere with it but like for somebody that's just doing that it seems like the following i have is fairly large for what it is and i'm very thankful for it honestly because um without people that support i don't know if like that's the honest thing that it is where like when people comment when they rate when they subscribe when they review in any fashion or another when they interact even the tiniest bits it's just like that's why i'm doing it because this one person said this is an awesome episode uh good luck in memphis ronley and it's like that's somebody that listened to 45 minutes in the episode and commented on something 45 minutes in that's what i'm talking about right there like yeah that's the dopamine rush yeah and you know and that's me noticing they they commented on a topic that's 45 minutes in too where like somebody else might just be like yeah cool somebody commented (laughs) you know but i'm just like holy cow somebody listened (laughs) to almost the whole episode at least i know or like the fake people who like just watch for like two three minutes like yeah cool up some bro and they like don't even (laughs) fucking curse it it's my favorite you post a clip and it's been posted for 30 seconds and it's three minutes long people are just like killer it's like all right whatever <laughs> like but then at the same time maybe they listen to the audio episode before i posted the clip whatever i don't know but. <laughs> yeah dude no that's why like um yeah i try not to talk about this too much but like you know sometimes like if somebody wants to come on the podcast they usually have a fee and like the reason i set that up is because i would have people come on 
just to like they be like yeah we'll like bring you all these like listeners and like they'll listen to like two three minutes of an episode then tune out and then they never listen to my podcast again mm-hmm. and all it literally does is just like puts their episode higher up in my feed so not only does it not help me it helps them even more yeah <laughs> so i was like you know you got you gotta be careful with like people because there's a lot of people with like the clout to just be like they they seem to like snap a finger and then like their their <clears throat> their feed their followers just fly in yep. <laughs> yep. i mean you'll have that every now and then too though like uh someone will just be like i'm gonna overshare the hell out of this episode just to make it be like one of your most listened to episodes and it's like um, well, i mean i guess whatever i'm cool N- with that. no i mean and that's great like i'm not trying to like, deter people from sharing the episode at all but like there i guess what my point is like the people who there's there's a genuine difference um in the people who like share it to like promote and be like hey we had a good time versus the people who like i literally just came on here and we talked for like 20 minutes and i didn't really get anything i'm just like yeah go check out the album and yeah yeah here's all my links this is why i'm cool and now i'm just gonna be standoffish you know i totally understand that too because i mean that was that was a tough thing when i first started the podcast it was like how how famous is too famous for somebody to be on this podcast? You know exactly. Uh, how, yeah. Like how much is how much am I grasping at their straws, or how much are they grasping at my straws? You know, to try to, to lean on this. And I would rather have somebody be like, I kind of want to jump on your podcast just for fun, or just to see what goes on and stuff like that, instead of somebody being like um, way over the top about it and just being like, I, I need to be on your podcast. This this is an A, B, and C, and D, and, and all this other stuff. And I try my best to, to justify bringing people on where it's like, if this person has like seven, eight, nine thousand followers, it's like, that would do me more good than it would do them, I think. So I don't know if it's really like in my best interest to do it because I'd be doing it for a selfish reason instead of doing it because I'm interested in what they have to say. You know, and that's why so few pseudo famous ish bands have been on my podcast because i want to give people a place to showcase their what they have out there you know and i think about people like we're bringing it right back to this mike schulte we're just gonna go this route though yeah let's go for it pork tornadoes okay yeah not 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 confused breakfast okay pork tornadoes okay so uh first time i had them on pork tornadoes and it's just like there's an iowa band that's a cover band that has like thirty thousand facebook followers what the hell is that about you know are these guys legit why the hell does this guy need to be on my podcast and it's like it's because i enjoy him as a person and i want to like know more about it if it's it was more so that i was intrigued by everything that he was doing and i wanted to pick his brain about music and see because he gives back to his music community so much so it's like that's the topic i wanted to tackle the most was the fact that like he would go out there and people would be like I want my band to be on your band's level. And it's like, here's like a handful of different topics. Like, which one do you think is the most important? And it's like, you could do these two things and these would be the things I would do probably, you know, to, to instantaneously go to the next level. And then after you've established those, we can go after one of the other things, you know? And so he would tell people those things and he would do that, uh, you know, out of the goodness of his heart. And those are the reasons I had him on the podcast. Cause it's like, those are the people we need in the music community in the podcasting community in the art community in the comedy community. I don't care which community you spend most of your time in, in any facet of the entertainment industry or, uh, you know, the, the self business 
industry, but those are the people we need in our industries to take them to the next level. And Mike's always been like that. And even on the Confused Breakfast podcast, if you listen to every episode, every now and then they'll talk about that. They'll be like, this week's sponsor, we have this person as a sponsor, and we get their ads from them because A, B, C, and D. And if you have a podcast and you want ads, you can go on here and look at this, and they can tell you like what kind of rates they have and who you can have. As, you know, It's like, oh, man. That's actually helpful to the people around them, especially like all the Iowa podcasters, because, you know, you and I look at each other a lot as like Iowa podcasters and we're always just like, sweet, bro, like all the time, like high five each other on social media and stuff. But there's so many other podcasters out in Iowa doing stuff, you know, and uh, that's they're trying to help everyone the best they can. And that's just always who they've been. Yeah. No, I mean, they, <clears throat> and that's why I think is part of why they're so successful is they emanate that the. Now, now I'm talking about the Confused Breakfast because I'm not super familiar with Port Tornadoes. I've never seen them live or really listened to their music. Oh, they're good. Um, yeah, I mean, from what I've heard, they bring like a certain blend to <clears throat> like cover music that is different from you know a regular approach to it. Yep, they'll cover a song, but they'll do it their way, and it's a bunch of dudes with beards singing like <laughs> pop music that's usually fronted by women, and their singer is super good, and th- the music is amazing. The, um, I've opened up for them before. Their production is insane. Even when it's like a low-level set of their production, it's still just like, oh, damn, this is good production. You know, which yeah. is, which still is kind of mind-blowing, where it's like, holy cow, they're uh, they're not messing around. So Yeah, it's, is it four of them? Uh, yes, there's usually four of them. Let's see, one, two, three. Yeah, there's usually four of them. Okay. And, yep. he, and Mike Schulte drums, drums right? That's yep. what I thought. He does a little bit of rapping and some other good stuff. <laughs> Every now and then he'll throw some banter out from behind the drum set. It's, it's hilarious. He's an entertainer. The He's a funny guy. He is. He is. Like, I know some people that, you know, like, I, you can go back in my old episodes with Mike Schulte, but, like, basically when he would go online and try to, like, help people out, some people would be filled with contempt and they'd be like, why do I have to do what you're telling me to do? You know, it's like what makes you the authority on this it's like the success like somebody asked me for my opinion and i gave it and then then now you're just mad that i gave my opinion after somebody asked me for it like basically that's like what what happened so he quit you know being as active in certain groups online yeah and that's that sucks it sucks that people would do that to somebody that's just trying to help out or somebody that's bitter that somebody got famous and somebody else didn't even if it's a low level of famous it's not yeah. like it's not like mike schulte's being carried around town on a freaking throne and shit you know and people throwing confetti around where he's well where he's well in a crown and stuff you know but like he's getting there well yeah you know the, but, at uh, least the confused breakfast is dude the there did you listen to Burkcast? uh ye, i did not listen to the episode no oh my god no. dude it's crazy uh i'll tell you what i've listened to years worth of burt kreischer and i go in phases now so uh when i get back into a burt kreischer kick that'll be one of the first things I so into. i'm i'm not gonna talk bad about burt kreischer on the podcast because i'm really hoping that, <laughs> <laughs> that maybe they like look at the highway they're like oh mccallister oh, you know no but I, but i mean like yeah i, I get what you're saying <laughs> dude, dude, there's every now and then certain things he does makes me just more than interested in him and that's my favorite thing about him i think um you know like uh just hearing him on certain other podcasts and then he talks about something it's like man it's been a while since i've heard what he was up to but i do that with every podcast though like i've done it with i've done it with rogan and i've been like on a break with rogan for a long time now it's just the whole fact that it's like i'll catch back up eventually but like when you catch up with the episodes and you're just like waiting every single week like give me another episode give me another episode eventually i'm just like i'm just going to take a pause and then i'll come back to this and when i come back it's going to be fresh it's going to be enjoyable again i'm not no longer burned out or anything like that yeah and i feel like some people do that with you know your podcast my podcast you know like the local podcast too because yeah you know 
who wants to sit and listen to you and me talk the whole time all the time you know <laughs> exactly no i think you know i was thinking about this today actually like i think every podcast kind of struggles like from that in a sense but um joe rogan i feel like especially has like gone to kind of i was listening to the last time duncan trussell was on and like i couldn't finish the episode i got like 15 minutes and i was like okay they're just talking about the same fucking shit that they talk about every time which is cool but like yeah i've already heard this like five times yeah ayahuasca and dmt (laughs) and different dimensions and then shamans and all this other bullcrap was it the um the fuck starts with a b the bohemian grove sure i don't know i I, you haven't heard about that no sorry yeah it's like it's supposed to be this like crazy elite uh like super religious thing out in where's i think the i want to see the four seasons i could be wrong but um anyway out in this like really rich um suburb place and like um they actually like rape men like men rape other men to like assert dominance and it's like this whole like underground like secret cult they all have money and exchange money and shit it's like and they talk they talk about shit like that all the time and yeah it's nuts man wow (laughs) i don't even know what to say to that shit it's like skull and bone stuff yeah it's but, crazy but people are willingly getting involved um i don't yeah. know what to say about any of that do you do, <laughs> maybe just answer my question but do you think that there's like a secret elite in society do you think there's like a smaller group of people who own and control everything um this is it's such a tough question to answer uh in a way that is unable to have somebody poke a bunch of holes in it but sure it's kind of like saying, like, if they fake the moon landing, do you think they faked it? And it's like, there'd be a lot of people that would have to keep quiet for a long time. That's, like, my biggest, like, you know, I don't think, yeah. that, I don't think that many people would keep it that secret. Um, but anyways, um, so, like, is there a secret elite? It's like, I don't necessarily think that there's, like, 17 people in the world that sit down and talk to each other, like, and they eat, you know, biscuits and gravy together or whatever the hell it is. And they're like, all right, we're going to raise the price of oil this much this week. And it's like, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, I don't think there's that going on. But there are definitely businesses and governments, um, whether it be in our country or other countries, that are involved in one fashion or another, where it's like the, the business wants basically at the end of the year to make sure that if they're paying taxes, that the taxes they're paying align with what the business wants. You know, like, are these taxes going to benefit us in some fashion or another? And if not, is there some way we can influence them not to? Exactly. And and that's kind of how lobbyists come into play, Mm -hmm. which is like the worst part about politics, where there's all these people that are getting paid money to pretty much go into politics areas or like political like debates and, and, and forums and things like that and just push an agenda for a reason and they're getting paid to do it, which sucks. Um, which I don't know. I just don't agree with it. It's just the way the government works these days. And it's, um, I think Bert Kreischer's dad was a lobbyist. Um, Oh, for real? I think so. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's unfortunate. It's just the way it works. But like, uh, that's just kind of how the, the government works and that's how businesses work, especially when they get so, so big that they, they need that to happen. And that's why governments end up going to different countries where it's like, I can do the labor over here and it's cheaper and I can do this, that, or the other over there and it's cheaper. But I think the generality of um, the power of 
making money in some sort of an economic standpoint for all these businesses is pushing an ideal that is that is generally kind of um, influencing the government to be and act and think a certain way. And then there's certain people that are rich enough uh, outside of just a business to also have some sort of an influence based on things, just uh, how they live their lives and do things. But those are also people that are rich enough where it's like, if you have like a zillion de billion de dollars, like it's like, well, hide it in a million companies and then just shell it off to yourself when you need it to. And everything you do can eventually be like written off. It's like travel from A to B. It's like, I've got a business in point B, you know, it's like, so it's like a cool right off the travel. It's like right off yeah. all the meals. Cause it's all involved. Everything's involved with business in some capacity sort of, you know, and I don't know. That's the accounting side of me, like arguing, like, there could be creative ways to try and write off a lot of what you do. So sure. is there an elite? Like, I don't think there's like an Illuminati. I don't think there's like, no, I don't think there's like a, the, I don't think the Freemasons rule the world. I don't think the Federal Reserve Bank is uh, toying with the government like they're on strings. And I know everyone's just like, the Federal Reserve Government is a private entity. And it's not a government thing. It's like, well, you, you know what? believe the, in the Rothschilds. Well, <laughs> uh, they never existed. No, they're real people. No. But here's my biggest argument i guess is like so much of these <coughs> conspiracy theories and things like that like they hold partial truths or they they i understand where they come from and what makes them what they are but at the same time i would definitely argue that they are uh you can punch holes in them just as easy with um and i'm not trying to be like mean but like a basic education like i took two economics classes at a community college and there's so many things that people say about the economy where i'm just like Take macro and microeconomics, 101 each. Like, I think they were technically 130 and 131 in my college, but like, still, it's like, take the two basic economics classes and you'll just be like, oh, 80% of the shit I said before this point about money was bullshit. You know, like, and just be like, oh, that's why these conspiracy theories and people don't understand it because nobody does that kind of research. And I get it that the world's not made up of a whole bunch of people that are curious and want to do the research or like want to go back to school and relearn things that they think they might know more about. But going back to community college and like learning about things like this is how biology works. And it's like, everyone's freaking out about COVID. And it's like, I get it. Like COVID's a bad deal. But at the same time, based on just like general biology, it's kind of like, there's not really a whole, like there's stuff we can do to, to minimize it, but there's nothing you can do to prevent any of this stuff, like in some of the capacities. And then people were all freaked out about, you know, vaccines. And it's like, well, in the general sense of vaccines, I'd be like worried for these reasons, but mostly vaccines are like not terribly going to like absolutely kill you and like, you know, but oh, they could be altering your DNA. It's like, well, well you, know, if I, you know, you can just take basic educational classes to argue points that like people just see a talking point like on a headline online yeah. and respew into your face. And it's like, I just have that's the thing that turned me into I don't care because I just don't have energy or time to argue these people these points. And that comes back to like um, a topic that you and I talked about once, not on this podcast, but it was like people having their loans forgiven. And mm. it's just like, why would I want to do that? Cause I know so many people that took out so many loans relentlessly for no reason. And then it's just like, where's the penalty for this person? Like, where's the up and's going to come from this? I understand. Yes. You were pretty much like screwed over and swindled, uh, on the back end of this by, especially with student loans. But at the same time, like you're the one that went out and took them, but like, yeah, they're, it's, it's just it sucks though yeah the ends don't justify the means 
on either side. Yeah. So here's the thing. I went back to school. I didn't need student loans. And just for fun, I went in to go get student loans. And they said, how much money do you have? And I said, none. And so they said, you want to take out twice as much money as your tuition because that way you need money to, you need money to live off of. You can live off of this. But they don't understand the taxational purposes of how you get the money and whether or not you're going to get taxed on it, etc. So you could get double screwed on this money if you can't prove that you spent it on school because you actually didn't need the loan for that purpose in the first place. There's a bunch of that argument that can go into place on how you're supposed yeah. to get taxed on it. And it's whatever once again educating myself on stuff that's too deep and nobody should give two shits about but this is just like what i do because i'm bored maybe i have adhd i don't know but i just look this stuff up so it's like i didn't need any student loans but it just seemed weird to me that somebody would recommend that i take out twice as much as i need in a student loan where it's like that's kind of rough you know like that's a lot of that's a lot of money to try to pay back with a pretty high interest rate you know and then i just think about people like that don't know any better and they got swindled and it's like are we, if you think about it in the general sense of like, if somebody doesn't know any better and they're getting swindled just based on a system that's set up, like, wouldn't you want to help somebody that's getting swindled and just being like, Hey, the whole economy is based on swindling somebody getting yours before they get their thing at the end. Now that's retail. That's everything. Walmart has shit on their shelves. They make money on it because they want, they want to come out ahead. You know, yeah, and yeah. that and but they don't they're not charging a zillion billion dollars for a light bulb, you know, <laughs> and you know, or whatever it happens to be. And that's the same thing with student loans. They don't need to be charging you a zillion dollars on the back end to pay this stuff off. But people also need to understand that like you should probably pay your student loans. And you should probably also probably also understand that paying the minimum balance doesn't do you a damn bit of good, especially with like credit cards and things like that. You're just totally sh- you know, screwing yourself over. And and that's the thing where some people are like, Oh, I didn't know any of that stuff. And it's like if you had paid attention for a second in school, you would understand this but some people where it's coming right back to some people don't have a mathematical brain some people don't analyze things in this capacity so we need to find a way to make it so these people aren't just getting screwed over by somebody so that like a big ass corporation uh like name any lending company is uh you know taking money from these people for any reason you know and that's I will say, I will give some credit, though, because <clears throat> it's all part of the same system, right? Like, you know, you can criticize those people for not knowing that, but it's because, you know, the school has, you know, laid out a system where, you know, learning is, is you know, extremely hard. You know, you're putting students in environments where they're sitting at a desk all day and you have information regurgitated to them. Like, it's, like, I don't know, it's all part of the same mechanism. You know what I mean? So, huh. like, so, I mean, I, I do agree that they should still have the penalty. And I don't think bailing people out of student loans is a good idea. Like, I don't agree with that at all. But, I mean, like, I do give some credit in a sense. Because, like, I, you know, it, it is, if you have an entire system that's engaged on college, 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 college. Like, your entire, from, like, when you're a child up to high school and it's not like you know maybe 50 70 years ago where you know going to work or going working on you know a farm or whatever was more socially acceptable you know in this new day and age it's like you know you need to go to college you need to be educated to you know fill these like quote-unquote high societal rankings you know what i mean uh, yeah, I do understand. There still is that pressure out there. Because, I mean, that's why I went back to school at, like, 26, yeah. 27 years old. Yeah, you know? I mean, same here, currently. You know? And, I mean, that's... I get it. I get I get it. But, like, there's also things where it's like, well, if you have goals in your life and you want to achieve them in a certain fashion, sometimes having some leverage like that is something that you need. But I also... Um, 
like I, I socially damaged myself in order to become financially stable enough to go back to school and afford it. You know, it's like, it's like how, and I'm, I don't want to just like call it out here, but how fun is it to live with your parents in your twenties? It's freaking <laughs> awesome. But, but I'll tell you what, as much as that sucked, it does not suck to have student loan debt out right now. You know, and that's, that's the thing that I sacrifice in order to not have it now. So when people are having that forgiven, it's like, Oh, we'll forgive all your debt. It's like, forgive me, not, having the ability to bring a woman over to my parents house you know like for, forgive four years of my life i feel forgive that, five years of my life you know that. forgive all of these social grievances i never got the opportunity to do you know forgive me not being able to like go to school on student loan i could have but forgive me not wanting to go to student loan you know take out student loans all those years ago how do you give me that shit back how do you give me working a crap job you know, I have all these arguments, but at the same time, it comes down to once again, don't you want to protect these people that are being screwed over? Because, like, if you think about it in a medical sense where it's like insulin, it's like insulin shouldn't be a zillion billion dollars. And there's always an argument where it's like this shit's too expensive because people need it to live. Yeah. Well, guess what? People need money to live. And yeah, yeah you can live your life exactly. with debt. It's okay. But you won't be able to live your life very well for a long period of time with debt. You know, eventually it's all going to catch up to you. And it's like, guess what? We're not giving you a house. Guess what? You have to rent something. Guess what? You have to live paycheck to paycheck. And that sucks. So we need to find a way to help those people out. And I think the thing is, is like, there's a constant argument like i think that comes back with like uh, all your political talks on here and i think just you in general kind of being an anarchist uh, which comes it's broad oh i'm not an anarchist you're not but you kind of you always say that you kind of think that that's kind of a fun argument to um, have yeah so i do agree with a lot of the um thinking and like men, like and like the mentality of it but i don't i th- ultimately don't think it can work i think you no. need some form of government yes we always will but the argument i'm coming back with here is we need some form of government to i guess like pretty much just topple like there's a few people at the top which are these people that i was talking about when we were talking about these social elites that are controlling you know the shadow yeah. government or whatever these people at the top that are influencing everything so much they need to be held freaking accountable for what's going on well like why yeah. why does healthcare cost so much why do we need to socialize healthcare? whatever that's that's an argument for another time with somebody else my argument is why the <laughs> fuck does it cost so much why is it that if i don't have insurance and i go in somewhere and i need my teeth fixed if i need a, a leg fixed why is it that if it's not fixed i will not live a normal life after that like why is it that that's so expensive that it's damning and and only if you can prove to the people that you're poor as hell that they're like fine here's the real bill yeah no it's the government man why is why is that a thing like those are the arguments we need to have not we need to fix this you know it's it's like what problem caused this to be broken in the first exactly. place and that is the problem we are having right now with our government because it's it's they're always just like we have this shitty container we're trying to hold water with that has all these fucking holes in it and it's like we need to find out why these holes are being punched in this not how to take what kind of tape we need to fucking cover the holes yeah exactly if we just have people running around punching holes and shit you know and that's the problem with but the argument is this like imagine it i'm not i'm just we're going on tangents here i love it i love it but so so (laughs) the argument for that is this like imagine setting up a system and the whole time the only thing people ever do is try to punch holes in it that's the tax system taxes make sense if the if the money that's being taken goes to something that's useful to the people that are being represented (coughs) by the people that decide where the money goes yeah that makes sense but it's impossible it's i would argue it's impossible with a lot of people but here's like the big thing it's just like what if people don't want to give money in because they're just stingy 
So they find holes, and guess what? The people that make laws are just like we're, we made holes to make to cover these holes that you guys are. Yeah. Watching. But then people eventually just find more creative ways to do that, and people find more creative ways to make money to not report it and things like that. And that's how tax law was created, where people are eventually trying to find ways to skirt around stuff because you never used to have to report crypto earnings. Technically, yeah. I mean, technically, you didn't have to. It wasn't. Oh, yeah. But now that now you have to. There's like governmental forms and everything for it. So like. Yeah, I will say though, I think there. I think there's a misconception with, uh, you know, like somebody that has a lot of money and like um, that, you know, because people that have money, they create businesses and they create ways for people to, you know, reap their benefits. You know, I don't think somebody that necessarily, um, you know, is, you know, is quote unquote stingy, like if they don't want to give into that system, like I, you know, because you could that system is such a mixed bag and it's so you know lefty loosey you know it doesn't matter like depending on the year it could be completely different like you're just like you know as a libertarian i believe taxation is theft like you're literally getting money taken out of your paycheck into this thing that like you don't really have control over like they have the idea that like if we have these candidates that these ideas if you vote for them and they win that like your idea will you know prosper but like you know, and that's all drive off your tactics and such, you know, et cetera. But anyways, going back, like, I think the person who, you know, maybe is stingy on that, like, you know, they could use their wealth to open a business that, like, gives people jobs and gives people resources. Or, you know, maybe they have someone that they view that is, you know, they think is a need. Like, maybe they're willing to, you know, give them money. Like, I think you can find a lot of um, examples of, like, charitable capitalism. Like, time, like um, did you watch the Dahmer no show so there's an instance in that show where um <clears throat> this guy with like a ton of money um around the time that Dahmer got caught and killed and all that like he didn't like a lot of the there was some like humor thing humorous thing i think that like he didn't like so he gave all this money like all like just he gave like ten twenty thousand dollars each like to all these families like just he just wanted to give them money because he was like i would feel really bad but what happened to your kids getting killed by jeffrey dahmer and like that like i thought that was a really great example of like charitable capitalism like you do find those stories of that happening so i think to have like just this overreaching government that's like okay we need to tax people that make x amount of dollars like i think it's a slippery slope i don't think it necessarily um leads to you know a productive thing um yeah i also think if you had like if you had no taxation at all how would how would anything get done who's going to build all the roads who's going to pay the police officers is it going to be free is it all going to be free will donation um in ideal situation yes um when it comes to the roads i do see this is why i'm not an anarchist why i'm an anarchist like yes i do think there are things like roads um and you know i think there should be an apparatus of uh you know someone trying like a public apparatus where like we prevent you know people like jeffrey dahmer or whatever to like go out and kill people like i think we do need some kind of you know people with like malicious intent but the you know the reality is like a lot of the policing it has to do with you know drugs and guns which i mean in my opinion aren't things that people should be arrested for i think people should be arrested for you know harmful malicious crimes um so i think if you if you really look at things in that kind of aspect like what do we really need to be putting people behind bars for like you know arresting people for like i think you find a lot of those public needs can be decreased or like you know look at like a fire department right 
Like, if you have a fire, that could be handled by a business. You can call Joe Fire 24-7, and they can go take care of that. But what happens if you are in a small town and Joe Fire 24-7 doesn't like, you know, Steve that's having a fire because of some, you know, bigoted, hateful reason based on political whatever? Yeah. That, I mean, and, and that, that is, like, something that can happen. But I think when, you know, going back to, like, that bigoted thing, like, you know, that's only really enforced, like, when government's involved. Like, if a business is hateful, they're just not going to serve to that group of people. When you have government that's hateful, that's when they start attacking people and start, you know, you have the police, like, targeting people of color, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I get it. And I understand what your concept is, but, like, what if you have a small town somewhere where, like, this is the only, you know, there, nobody's going to have a business that's going to put out a fire in this town, but there would be a fire department in this town. If had they collected taxes, they would definitely funnel money into having a fire department in their town. Well, I mean, you're, you're going to have the need for a fire department either way. Yeah. So I guess my argument just always comes back to the, there's some things that you're going to need taxation to represent, to bring up in some capacity or another, because, like, there's not going to be any way that, like, if... Toll roads are great. The only thing that sucks is when you pull off of them, you're not near anything ever. <laughs> like, like, but there are some toll roads I've been on that are amazing to go down because they're super smooth and they're well taken care of. It just sucks because it costs money to get on them and get off of them. So, like, it's just the way that works. But if every road was only ever a toll road, every road would be built different. Every road, like, some roads would be higher than others. Like, you'd be, have, like, six-lane roads choking down into one lane to be spit off into some fucking stupid other road that some other dude built. And it's like, this one was built by a farmer, and it's gravel, and it's like... Freaking neat, you know. You'd have no compliance over any of that stuff. There'd be a whole bunch of that that would make, you know, and that's, and that's just saying, like, let's take all the emergency vehicle personnel and all that other stuff out of the equation. Like, now bring them back in as if somehow they're magically funded by people that are just care about them. And now, like, how are they going to get a, from A to B on these roads that might change or whatever? Or like, you know, what's to stop some sort of like territorial like, you know, Dukes of Hazard style like the sheriffs are out to get us kind of thing going on every time you go in from one county to the next. You know, yeah. like so this is what they call <clears throat> the cost of liberty. Is that there are obviously going to be things in society when things don't necessarily puzzle up and match up that are going to be, you know, frustrating navigating different cultures, different viewpoints, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But at the end of the day, that is potentially. <laughs> Um, in my mind, it is a overall better thing to have that than to do that. And I think we should continue this conversation because this old ass dog is a spoiled ass bitch. We'll be right back, everybody. All right. <laughs> There's a gas station I go to that is like near college. And every now and then I'll walk in and someone's like, will you buy me some vape cartridges? I'll give you 20 bucks. And it's like, what do you need? And they're just like, I need six of these and four of these and two. And I'm like, no. I just walk inside like I'm just like curious like what do you what all do you want like that's the other fun thing I don't vape so like you walk in there and it's just like I would just be like give me 45 regulars just whatever yeah and I just walk out and be like this is what you got kid sorry just like walk away like I don't know I'm not ever gonna do it but it's still one of those funny things like that's a thing that was never a thing when we were growing up nobody was like give me a nick cartridge man I just need a vape just need one hit like passing them to each other in college like yeah man uh i i'd vape for a little bit but like not really ever my thing i i starting to the homies like that i know who you are that like are like yeah i fucking i smoke cigarettes and i quit but like now i fucking suck this robot dick you know <laughs> i'm like all right bro it's a little over the top like 
Like, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, how much stuff do you need to plug in to live your daily life? I just Bro. I look at that because it's like, with me, it's like a cell phone. I'm like, that's it. I'm not doing the watches. I'm not doing the nothings. I'm sorry. Like, laptop is what I use at home, but it sits on the charger like too much, you know, way too much than it ever should be because it's yeah. not healthy for the battery. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. Like, oh, charging my, you know, whatever this my that my other and everything like all day long every day to do my everything it's it's again i feel personally attacked (laughs) no i like uh that was the really annoying thing about the vapes uh was having to like like i remember there'd be days where i would just like sit there like watching tv just (sighs) the whole day and be like two hours would go by and be like oh this is already dead i need to fucking plug this in now you're like going crazy like a half hour without your nicotine like (sighs) yeah yeah it's just a little too much. A little too much for me. I don't yeah, know, dude. That's just kind of how... I don't know. It just... It's just... Uh, I'm getting older, man. I'm getting older. It's just like that thing. Like, the newfangled stuff them kids got with the batteries. Back in my day, we were get cancer the right way. Or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, dude. Well, I know you and I have some distance between us, but, like, I even feel like that with, like, like, I'm in college, and, like, there are a lot of kids who are, like, you know, 19, 20. And I feel like I was sync with them, like, like horribly out of sync. I, I was at a fucking... I was at a field trip. It was, like, this EDM festival. They had a little bit of rap, too, but I didn't stay for the rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, my tent got flooded out, and I was, like... Oh, yeah, I, got I remember fuck- seeing that online. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um but uh but like it was like just seeing it was like a lot of younger kids you know mm-hmm. all scanly clad like all, and just like going wild all in ketamine just crazy shit and like they were doing like they're going like to the edm they're like wah, wah, woo, woo. and i was just like i was just sitting there drinking a beer and smoking a cigar like this is not my crowd <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> these people are fucking yeah you know. there's a lot of stuff like that where like at one point in my life this totally would have been something that i identified with well and then there's other times where it's just like this is no longer something i would ever identify with in any capacity and uh yeah i mean there's different scenes and different people and different age groups and different things but like some of the things that i look at like that is just like uh um individualism is always something that a lot of us try to like tackle in our lives we're like how do i maintain my individualism while still like giving in just enough to this system that's set out there to in order to like survive my daily life and still be okay looking in the mirror every morning you know and that's like some of that stuff where you're like everyone was doing this and it's like uh, i'm out like i don't want to do the thing that everyone's doing you know like as soon as i become a robot that's being marketed to that like i can't i can no longer control my ability to like you know come back to this and i think that's where a lot of my like, my self-anger comes into like uh, a lot of people have you know issues where they like argue with themselves over stupid stuff and mine is usually just like ah you gave into marketing at the, <laughs> on this certain thing why would you ever do that they, it was marketed towards you you know by an algorithm and you know or something you know and you gave in you gave in you know and i feel that i don't know not it, to <laughs> take this on a weird tangent of just like my own self-reflective nonsense but yeah. no i get that like it's like with do you are you ever on tiktok no and that's the reason why too is the algorithm's too strong i don't yeah. want to get sucked into that yeah you get, i can always tell i'm having a rough week when like i opened up my tiktok and it's just like a chick with like <laughs> her tits hanging out and i'm like oh well this has been my week <laughs> neat neat i don't know that's another thing that like for some reason my brain just like it's just like when i see that it's just like especially scrolling through anywhere online it's just like too scantily of clad it's just like this is the marketing ploy they're going for it's just like 
yeah don't I'm, don't care sorry like whatever you're trying to market me i just don't care i just i'm not gonna read whatever's over here i'm not gonna look at your boobs either i'm just i'm just going scrolling right past the whole nine yards yeah and i, I always used to make the joke it's like it's probably because i was breastfed growing up and i got enough <laughs> boobs in my face that boobs don't make me go like whoa like freak out but like i've always been an ass guy too uh, you yeah. know and that's whatever and even asses though it's just like cool i've seen butts before like butts are cool but like rock and roll scrolling to the next thing it's like there's a guitar that's what i'm actually interested thank you like <laughs> You know, <laughs> don't don't market this crap to me. Like you know, like, let me ask you this: though. what happens when you have that with a guitar? What if you have a chick in a bikini just like playing a guitar? What do you do then? I get frustrated because it's just like why do you, <laughs> why do you need to be scantily clad with like instruments and stuff? You know, it's like the same thing where it's just like why do you need to be half naked to like sell tires in a hot rod magazine? Like. I'm confused by this. It works, man. It does it because to me, I'm just confused. It, oh, so here's here's my interesting thought about all this is like I think eventually with with everything with pornography and like just the over exploitation of sexuality and like marketing and everything, I think eventually it's going to get hardwired and coded like out of like I think the younger generations are just going to be like whatever they're not even gonna get any stimulation out of it it's just gonna be and that's like in some ways i can see the benefit but like overall i think that's a really scary thing for people to be like have their sexuality just like turned off because it's so well that's in your face that's basically because of like porn yeah and i'm not trying to be like weird and this is just like a no, topic it's very so, true so everyone older than me is definitely going to understand this and everyone younger than me there's going to be very few people that are going to under- understand this but it used to be that a boy and a girl would eventually like just kind of like stumble upon some stuff and have to communicate with one another to kind of figure out what worked and what didn't work and sometimes people would do things that wouldn't work out as well and you would eventually find out how to like have sex that way and now people just watch sex online and it's like insane stuff like i need to pull her hair and spit in her face and put it in her butt you know and it's just like that's not actually what it's like in real life but not only are men seeing this but women are seeing this and it, they're like thinking that's how sex needs to be yeah and that's like, know, it sounds like good friday night it to me. sounds great to me too <laughs> consensually i'm very okay with this but it's weird to think that that is where you're going to start from you know it's kind of like just being like cars need to go off the starting line somehow and these people yeah. are just like i'm just okay we're gonna jump into the car while it's going 600 miles an hour and it's like that's not how this works you know so I, I just think that there's where like this big disconnect is happening and there's all these statistics that show that like younger generations are having less sex than older generations which is like totally makes sense based on the whole fact of like their, yeah. their non-communicative abilities and things like that however the same studies show that the younger generation is having like way more insane sex than the older yeah, generations a lot anal so it's like maybe it's, and it's i from the, it's studies, true. from the studies i saw there that's not even where the line is being drawn but like oh for real? it's not even close but like Damn. Uh, but from what i've seen on uh, on the studies but it's it's crazy to think that like maybe they're just taking in so much of this at one point in time that they're getting tired of it and they don't need it for a while and they're doing it again and then they're doing it again and maybe that's kind of how like some of them because I, I i also view that like some of them think of that as like a lot of like addictive personalities that's kind of how they do it too where it's like a whole bunch and then none and then a whole bunch and then none and then a whole bunch and then none and they don't view it as being like addicted to this thing when in all actuality like they kind of you know kind of yeah is. but it no it can be a very like uh um fixating thing for sure yeah totally i feel like i've had points in my life where i've like fixated on too much for sure it's 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 
you know it, it's it it has the wrappings of like you know anything like alcohol um you know overuse of marijuana or any other drugs like it it, lo- it looks and feels and you know appeals to the person but like you know if you use it too much it's um and you know and that's kind of like i don't think like porn should be banned or anything like, i do i do Absolutely think not. i do think couples can like you know use it healthily i think that is possible it it, it, it can it is can be a slippery slope but i do think it's possible yeah well i mean that's that's just with anything you know once again sure, like exactly but but i will agree. couples can like drink i think like you know if you want to like have a night of the year where you do a bump of cocaine that's like it like whatever i don't think that that's the end of the world you know yeah, honestly i i i like marco's standpoint of just do whatever you want just don't hurt anybody if it helps exactly. if you think it helps you and it actually does help you then like let it go go ahead and do it but also like there's a standpoint on that where it's like don't sit there and parade this around like this is the this is the way this is the only way this is the correct way everyone exactly. needs to live exactly. my way in order to in, to do it right mm-hmm. you know and that's the tough thing that i always have to tell myself where like when it comes i mean we're just going to backtrack to another topic sure but it's like uh you know like the forgiving student loan it's like the way i believe no but at the same time let's look at this in a macro sense and say like we need to find a way to mitigate this from happening is is my argument you know Uh, or like find a way to at least take away some of this interest these people have been absolutely screwed over you know don't take away like the just the principle and stuff like that don't just there needs to be a way to get this corrected from yeah. what went wrong in the first place not just it, it's kind of like saying like there's a whole bunch of poor people and the government's like we're gonna give a ham sandwich to all the poor people it's like why don't you find a way to get these people to make their own freaking ham sandwich instead of just being like here's right. one ham sandwich like well, hey, yeah thank you for your service of homelessness or whatever you know like you need well, to find a way that, to fix that them. also i mean that ties into education but like you know i don't know how you like you and i might disagree about this but like i think that's like one of the great things about the internet is i think a lot of people can get education like without the school system like people can find education on their own like yes i know the argument there's like problems with legitimacy and like you know there are things we need to navigate for sure but i do believe that if you have an open you know platform open forum discussion that those things can be sought and like truth can be um you know sought after and discovered in a way and it's not going to be easy it's going to be you know it for sure will be difficult it's not like in the day and age where we have the headlines and it's just like oh this is the truth okay yeah. you know for sure you're gonna have to be educated in a sense where you're gonna have to do digging and excuse me like decipher things and you know all that yes so that was one thing i feel like is like in the macro sense once again macro uh, the bigger picture like going to college taught me how to uh cipher through knowledge and just find what was the best knowledge and what was the correct knowledge and what was back up what i could back up uh with facts and and it wasn't just an opinion and and what was true and then use that to formulate the opinion that i was trying to get out with the piece that i was writing for whatever reason you know and that's one of the things that makes college useful you know but like at the same time if you have that ability without it the the internet is a great place to go learn whatever you want and I've argued with people, and this is like one of my main arguments with like, how do I get good at guitar? It's like practice. It's like, how do I make it fun? Or how do I know I'll get good? It's like, if you want to, you will. That's just the way it works. If you want to play video games, you'll play video games. If you want to do, you know, whatever you want to do is what you want to do. So if you go on the internet with the intention of, of whatever you want to do, you'll do, uh, you know, maybe you're going to look at pornography. Uh, but, but at the same time. But like, that's like what it is, like 85% of the yeah, time. Yeah, okay. That's, what, that's, that's all the internet is anyways. That's all it is anyways. 
<laughs> but the argument still, still here is if you go in there with proper intentions of like, I'm curious about this, I'm going to learn about this, and you go learn about something, like, you're not doing yourself any harm, you're doing yourself a good service by like learning things. And that's how I learned to like fix guitars and amps and like rewire things, you know, and that's, yeah. how, I, that's how I learned to do things that, uh, you know, people now will like pay me as a service to go do things. And it's just like, this is just off some basic knowledge I did off of like, you know, a week's worth of like deep diving after work and like getting curious and looking around like yeah. figuring out how to do stuff and then testing it out on my own devices before i charge anyone else for it so i i don't know I, the, the internet is a great thing for, but there's so much out there where people will just be like they look at it as like this thing where it's like i'm gonna go on there i'm gonna get the truth out of this device in this echo chamber that they don't realize is actually an echo chamber and they just spit out hatred and and nonsense and all they get back is things that just reaffirm all of their bigotry and opinions that are yeah. based only on other opinions and nothing has ever been based on a truth or it was like 40 years ago and people have just leaned on opinions for 40 years and now all of a sudden yeah. you have this thing that's a stance that's not based on anything that's you know it's like you said fear-mongering almost to an extent you know that's that's the thing that's damaging and you know and um marco said it great i think there should be free speech though because like look at it this way like if i want to be able to pinpoint the people that and i'm not trying to be mean about it but the people that i disagree with you know if like if this person is somebody i disagree with and they're so far gone in one direction that this person is is dangerous i want to give them all of the voice in the world to to come out there and be like this is how stupid i am this is what i believe in these are the things I so agree. that way people can choose whether or not to interact with this person and i can see who interacts with them and why and whether or not it, it, it's almost like letting somebody raise their own red flag up very very big and high for me to look at and just be like i'm not dealing with anything that's over there but i will monitor it to make sure it does not go crazy you know and that's the beautifulness and the crappy thing about the internet is like there's plenty of places for these people on the internet but they unfortunately hide in weird seedy places and uh and crazy stuff happens and i'm not talking about like you know i'm not talking about like people that are 100 harmless like there's so many people that are just like you know I'm tired of these like weirdos on the internet getting together and doing stuff. And it's like, well, Comic-Con don't give a crap. Cosplayers don't care. Furries don't care. You know, but it's like, it's when hate groups get together and stuff like that. Like, yeah, let them go on the internet and say something crazy on, on Twitter. So I can figure out who these people are and I don't want to interact with them, you know, like, so I can avoid them and, and understand that like, Oh, these people identify with those politicians. and I don't want anything to do with those politicians. And I, if I ever was political, I would find a way to vote against these people. You know, like those are the things that I want to have happen. Yeah. Um, um just but i don't know that just a lot of that is just over honesty on some people's no I, I agree you know it's really ironic because um you know you look at like the red um the red i think it's called the red list or the red letter list or something excuse me holy shit the ipa confluence <laughs> baby <laughs> um no but you know there was god damn it there was a time oh yeah that's right there was a time where um people who um supported the socialist movement like the communist party they were um you know red listed like they were like you know blacklisted from um society like uh people in hollywood etc 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 um and like it's kind of interesting because that same train of thought or the people now who <laughs> are like instituting like the like those same kind of hierarchy but now and you know those hierarchical uh, movements but now it's like being done on the internet you know like what do you think uh, I, I i can kind of guess what your answer is on this but what do you think about like the twitter takeover of elon and all that how, how, like how much i don't even know how much of it has changed all right so we're gonna pin pin that for a second but like okay sorry it's weird how 
everything's backwards though like all the yeah. people that were oppressed back then are now the people that are just like we're canceling everybody because fuck it's you it's, it's our turn this time it's like an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind the hell are you people doing like if, if somebody poked you in the eye and you thought the only way to like feel better about yourself was to go down the line and poke the person on the opposite side in the fucking eye like what is your problem yeah you know or like they did it to me and now that i'm in control i'm gonna fucking do it to them it's like <laughs> what is your problem and we're we're the problem because we keep voting these goddamn lunatics in there like let's find somebody that actually has some fucking morals and get them in there i Rick know stewart <laughs> boom I it's, anybody seriously anybody um um uh I, I had i had one email conversation with rick stewart and that's it and he's a nice guy i'll say that. he's a very nice he's guy. very nice person um uh but yeah we just need to find some people that to get in there that actually you know are not crazy that aren't so easily influenced that don't don't follow the suit of what is is out there and i know it's going to suck because it's like what's one what's the difference one person's going to make it's like not much but once we start putting more than one person in there then it's going to start making a difference where people will see that like and this isn't a political thing go back and listen to marco's episode go back and listen to the rick stewart episode go listen to the old rick stewart episode go listen to the other marco episode seriously <laughs> That's where you're going to find the real gold. But I'm I'm so sick and tired of going out there. And it's like, I look at this one only and only this person, everything they say I believe in, or I'm on this side and I look at this person and it's all based on the color of somebody's tie. And I don't believe in 100% what anybody says. And I hate to say it, I don't believe in 100% what a Rick Stewart says. But at least Rick Stewart is out there saying, if I'm not correct, tell me why and I will fix my stance. He's, yeah. That's the only reason why libertarians... I, it's the only reason I, I actually enjoy them. And you actually brought up that topic on Marco's podcast, and he said that's almost detrimental to their own life. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, but for yeah, sure. Yeah. Once again, go back to that episode. That was a good episode. I really like that one. Go back and listen yeah. to that one. Well, uh, th- and this will be out after this episode we're doing right now will be out after, obviously. But tomorrow, actually, um, I'm dropping up an episode, Rick. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was assuming so. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have listened to that one before this episode drops, too. But I'm assuming that one's going to also be very good. So. Yes. Yes. Very good. Very good. Um, I felt really bad, though, because I lost video like two thirds of the way through. I hate it when that happens. That's happened before to me, too. I had one where I had the first 20 seconds I had video. <laughs> And I was just like, what do I do with this? Like, what do I do with this? And I just like put it, I was just like, just chucked it. I was like, no video this week. Sorry. Like, what do you do? Right. Just put like, oh, exactly. video like, it's not worth it. So. Thumbnail, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just to sort of thumbnail. Oh my God. Cripes. So yeah. Uh, so let's shift gears. Elon, Twitter. Elon, yes. Don't care. <laughs> I hope I... I want everyone on Twitter to be able to do and say whatever they want. I do, I'm just tired of bots. I'm tired of people with 46 accounts so they can be racist on one and 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 nice on another one. And this is the one where they bitch at companies because they want free shit. I'm tired of that crap. Everyone just make one account, do that. And I'm not. And this is not me advocating for the government to make one singular fucking social. Uh, yeah. online presence account like that's gonna be some crazy ass shit like when you went to school and the only way you could get into the school was just be like I have to type in my last name underscore my first initial the year I'm gonna graduate and then you know and then your password is these things it's like there's I don't want any of that shit happening but I'm just tired of fucking the internet being full of like just these absolute dingbats it's just full of fucking just goofy goofy people that are just have nothing better to do than just be like you know, they just, just get on the internet and like the Undertaker's not really a dead guy, and it's like, <laughs> fucking thank Christ, I wasted my life with this, and that is why I have spent almost no time on on Facebook or any social media lately. I took a, a lesson from you, and it's like, 
pre-record your stuff, pre-set it all to fucking auto auto post and auto do all your stuff, and then just and that's given me the freedom to just be like, I don't have to sit down and look at Facebook if I don't want to. I don't have to see any of the opinions of any of these people that I don't care about. I get it, it's cute, whatever. Thanks for all like you know, everybody posting pictures of your kids or whatever for you know <laughs> Halloween or whatever it was. I appreciate it, but I just. I'm, I hate to say it. I'm just uh, maybe I'm just mentally exhausted from that, but I just don't have the energy to to pull that information in. Anymore. Yeah. Hey, I feel that man. Uh, I like. I feel like I've kind of been on the opposite train, but it's like it, it's more due to like, <laughs> like you know, just low key like depression and just like going through shit. Just like you, you get to the point where you're just like scrolling through unnecessarily. And you're like, why am I even fucking? Why am I doing this? What am I even doing right now? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's easy to get in that trap. It is, you know, and that's the other thing is like noticing if you get in that trap, like uh, find something else to do. And like one of the things I always figured out to do, and this is going to sound like really crazy, but like if I ever had a vice that I quit, like even if I quit drinking or or if I quit, you know, smoking or whatever it happened to be, it was I was always like find something else to take up the time that you'd rather be doing with this. Especially if you have the urge, find something that's like something you can just like chisel away at like a small project you know so that's when i started like especially when i went back to school it was just like i don't have time to like drink and party and do all this crap anymore so i just have to do something else and it's like well now let's do guitar projects let's start like fixing guitars let's start you know rebuilding things and and doing that kind of stuff so i just i have all these projects that are always on my back burner and that's like one thing that i do now when it's like i, I started getting like depressed or i'm just thinking like what do I need to do with my life? And it's like, this is what I'm going to do with my life. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, take this project that's been sitting over here in pieces forever. I'm actually going to put, put the damn thing together and I'm going to get it done and I'll be happy that it's done. Cause that's actually that validation that you want that I feel like a lot of us are actually scared of is finishing a project because the end of something is so bittersweet. Like, how many movies or like tiny sketches or things like that have you made where like you're having a blast doing it you're having so much fun with the people the editing is fun uh talking about the project beforehand storyboarding table reading all that stuff is fun and then when you finally like get it done it's just like it's it's done yeah that's it it's over it's like reading a book you get close to the end and you're almost like sad it's ending especially with a good one where you're like you're tearing through it to get to the end and then you're just like oh fuck yeah. is there a exactly. sequel yeah, but I hope it's as good as this one. You know, like it's like and it probably won't be. You know, <laughs> that's just the way it is, though, and that's the way I, I think a lot of us view like projects and things in our lives in general, where it's like we're just we just it sucks starting the new thing. It does it sucks finding something new that you enjoy, but uh, it really does. But uh, you know, we need to finish the things we need to finish in order to get to the new things, and that's like I think what causes a lot of our depression is we're just like not we're stagnant we're sitting here we need to find a way to get like do literally anything to switch it up just a little bit and for some reason you know for some people that's tattoos and some people that's like changing your hair and for some people that's cars or or whatever it happens to be buying you know new clothes or whatever but and i guess what I, i've been through all that so i don't have any tattoos but i've been through pretty much all that stuff and now i don't have much hair so i can't do the hair thing anymore either but like you know uh but still i've been through all those things and i just feel like uh I don't know. Everyone's all like, "How do you do stuff that's always productive and stuff?" And it's like, I guess, like at the end of the day, when, when you know, when you hit these landmark dates in your life, whether whether they're like your thirtieth birthday or this, that, or the other, or it happens to be something like somebody dies or whatever, and you just have these like retrospective moments. It's like I want to be able to look back at the the previous years and be like, I didn't. At least I wasn't sitting there scrolling the whole time. At least I wasn't just sitting there rewatching Seinfeld for the fortieth time. Thirtieth time, that's cool. Fortieth time, no. You know, so like I can at least be happy with some of the stuff that I did. Like remember that one time I, I built this guitar and you're like holy cow i did build that guitar or like you know like remember yeah, one time true. you played that show with that band it's like holy cow i did play that show with this <laughs> band you know and i mean like 
it comes back to like i had to sacrifice a lot socially in order to do a lot of these things i didn't get to party with my buddies i didn't get to go out and have a good time i didn't get to you know court 40 women you know throughout the course of my life in order to do this because i was always out on the road traveling around doing stuff i was playing shows in chicago or whatever chicago um (laughs) i i'm playing a show in missouri here coming up you know and it's like it's like things like that where it's like why you why did you do this it's like because why not you know like i have the ability to do this so i want to do this and i uh, so i'm going to go do it and uh, it's those things that when I look back on them in time, I'm never going to be like, that was time wasted. Even if in all actuality, it might've actually just been time wasted because yeah. it like didn't matter in the grand scheme of life, you know, which is that nihilist you know, thought process that sometimes <laughs> creeps into my mind, but like, and oh, it, yeah. guess what it didn't. And guess what? That's okay. Yeah. I did what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of nihilism, it's funny. I, I uh, I heard your, uh, podcast with uh, zachary daniels i heard your little <laughs> snippet talking about me and how he was like yeah not elizabeth <laughs> i love zach he's a great guy he's so but funny. It, yeah it, it was funny it was funny just listening to that i was like oh yeah that's good stuff me. Yeah. You know, yeah you knew we were gonna bring you up eventually you know that's something else like you've been brought up on my podcast a lot and like i said it's it's not like we compete with one another but we do have like a friendly competition it's yeah exactly i, I look at it more as like we don't really have anything to compete for because if there was like an end game prize there's it's it's That's like your point. prize would be a different prize than my prize i think you know thousand episodes <laughs> <laughs> no i get what you're saying though for sure there's but, no end goal yeah and i mean like that's the thing that makes us uh this competition friendly you know and that's one thing that i think like drives you and me to kind of just like look at one another and compare each other like in a friendly kind of sense because it's not like you and i are out here like you know doing ufc fight poses against one another like every i'm not like then. fuck the whole fart podcast <laughs> yeah like this is gonna be the <laughs> that's gonna be the the clip for this week but yeah so the thumbnail oh that'd be great let's do it let's do it <laughs> but, but yeah and i think about that though too like having somebody to like play music with or things like that is like better than somebody not to and it's not like you guys are competing because you guys can like help each other and show each other different things or you can learn from one another or like do things like oh they're doing this that's successful for them i'm going to try it out i mean i'd be lying if i wasn't doing that still concurrently today with like the confused breakfast like there's things that they've done that i'm like i'm gonna borrow this i'm gonna tweak it just a tiny bit for what i'm doing i'm gonna put put it in what i'm doing because it's working for them and i can see the results you know and that's that's just the way it is and that's what you and i are doing i mean we're, we have uh the same general basic ish premise which is like music something talking um but but at the same time yours is so open-ended where it's like you will tackle literally any topic and that's one of my favorite things about coming here is i just don't necessarily feel comfortable on my podcast tackling these topics because i sometimes i feel like i'm leading people astray where it's like tell me all about your music tell me all about your music tell me all about your music how are you politically affiliated you know like it just seems like a little like out of left field on my podcast unless i'm going in and telling them that like from the get-go like um and that's where like i think about as we were talking about prior to this episode like you and i still need to sit down and brainstorm different ways to do things but i think that's something that i I could do on my patreon channel would be like let's do something that's free form has nothing to do with music this is the bonus episode that everybody gets on patreon or something like we need to find things like that where you and i can like boost what we're doing just a little bit to give back to the people that actually enjoy what we're doing each and every week yeah you know side note did you see what patreon recently just did oh they the monthly fee Oh uh, no! Well, I don't know about that, but uh, you can now directly upload video to Patreon, so you don't have to do the YouTube link anymore. Oh really? Uh-huh. Yeah, game changer. I haven't looked into it. It's but it, that's been like a reason for me to be like, ooh, get on the Patreon a little bit. I want to try that now because uh, I'm not trying to be mean, but like suck at YouTube. Like, <laughs> dude, I hate the I hate how it's unlisted because there's always the back of my 
the you know the voice in the back of my head's like somebody could just post that link that's i mean that's what i happened to one of mine like oh, one, for one person real? one person went on for one month they paid me a dollar they unsubscribed the next day they got the link and then they just shared it and it had like 45 views and i'm like whatever i don't care Damn, you know bro. so but hey you know whatever it happens yeah somebody figured out how to outsmart the system rock and roll whatever <laughs> screw it <laughs> I made a dollar. Like, woo, I'm rich. You it's like that I mean? System of Down album. Uh, steal. steal this album. <laughs> yeah. Steal this book. That's like a steal this book, Abby Hoffman. I stole that book by printing it off at a school. I was, I found it on the uh, Library of Congress. Had a copy of it that uh, I just like pulled up and printed off. So I like legitimately just like stole it off the internet from the Library of Congress website. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> on a uh, school school paper that's paid by taxpayers we'll bleed this out no, uh, no, no i'm kidding we won't the, <laughs> if you've never heard of it or read it it's uh it's fun and worth it uh something to read but it's not something to like live your life by, by any means yeah but there's like goofy stuff in there that they tell you like this is how you steal an lp by putting it in like a frozen pizza box and it's like how many grocery stores with frozen pizza boxes have LPs like that they're selling to? Like it doesn't make sense anymore. There's so much shit that like you can't do. It. Did you know if you write your senator, they'll give you a free buffalo? And it's like, okay, is that still a thing? I don't know. But, uh, why? Uh, why don't you have a tattoo? I don't know. Um, you don't mess with perfection. No, I don't know. Uh, you know, honest, honest, that's a great answer. Honestly, um, when. Uh, when I'm up in heaven, I won't look so foolish. No, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I guess talking it's, shit. <laughs> I guess it's the I whole. I just got the one. Oh, uh, it's, cur- it's hey, it's one of your homies. Kurt. Oh yes, there you go. Uh, fuck yeah. So I, I don't know. I guess I just never really thought anything was worth putting on there permanently. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I don't even think about it a lot of times. I'll like be in the shower, be like, oh, like I look in the mirror, like, oh shit, I had that. Um, I, I have a joke for that. Like I was like, my first tattoo would always be this, but it's very X-rated. And I'm not going to say it out loud on a po- like. There's a lot I have said on here that I normally would never ever say on my podcast. But, Dude, this has been epic. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to lie. This has been an awesome episode. Yeah, and this, I tell you what, there's so many people from Audible Farm that absolutely I hope are listening to this because I get bugged all the time. Where like you need to have people come on and interview you, and it's like I've been on people's podcasts. I've been interviewed. Like Fuck go over yeah. there, listen to those. Exactly. You know, but like maybe people are. Oh, they want to hear about your musical, you know, past. Who gives they, a crap? They don't, like, they don't lie with my <laughs> religious political affiliations. Oh, jeez. They're like, what is this atheist libertarian doing? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy. Oh, atheist libertarian. <laughs> Stupid. Who cares about this category? Uh, something category B person. Yeah. I will say my favorite thing about being an atheist is being called Satanist. I, I laugh every time that happens. Yeah, I uh, I took a religion class in high school or in uh, college when I went back, and uh, that was one of my favorite classes. I ended up like eventually touring like some Hindu temples. There's one in Iowa. That's oh totally wow, that's really cool. Checking out, I gave a bunch of money to him just for fun because I thought it was worth it. But I I went in there and I bothered the guy a lot. I was like, "What's this? Who's this? What's this? What's that?" And uh, you could tell he was bothered, but I gave him money after I left because I just I was there for a school project, and I ended up going back a couple times just to go in and. Uh, just take it all in just because it's a cultural thing but yeah uh there's an islamic one that just popped up uh somewhere uh, in between like north central iowa and des moines somewhere i can't remember it's i think it's on highway 141 if hmm. i'm not mistaken so i'll have to check that one out too eventually if they take people like walk-ins but yeah i i don't know i uh i got really into different religions and i understand like why they're created and, and why people believe in them and they um they intrigue me and i enjoy them but i'm not going to live my life 100 percent solely by the stories that they're telling and, and believe that all the stories that they're telling are 100 percent factual and have like you know it's just 
I enjoy the way of life that every single one of them is kind of trying to teach the generally the same thing. Like, just don't be a piece of shit. Live your life. Enjoy your life. Find a way to enjoy your life. Because by the end of your life, you don't want to sit there with a whole bunch of regrets. You know, and that's that's yeah. kind of the gist of what all these things are. T- like, go out there, be brave, take chances, have fun. Uh, you know, love, be loved, uh, hate, but do it carefully. And seriously, that's like, they tell you that kind of stuff where it's like, you need to stand up for what you believe in, but don't die on some of these hills. You need to be very specific about the ones you're going to choose to die on because like, there's no way you can ever take them back, you know? So like you have to sit there and and choose how you're going to pick what hills to die on and how you're going to die on them. Cause it's like, are you going to kill people over this? And that might be a bit extreme, even though in the old Testament, they were pretty much just like kill people over this, but still like the the crusades, like, (laughs) isn't that wild? Like Like, I love everyone, but kill them if they don't believe what we believe in. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, I always love how people are like, Christians are violent. I'm like, the Crusades! No. <laughs> they like kill people over a cup, bro. Oh <laughs> like, god. come on, man. <laughs> oh my god. Um, hardcore uh, History with Dan Carlin. Uh, it's so good. I don't know if you ever heard it. It's a podcast. The guy no. was... Uh, he's, he pretty much just takes a story about something and just tells, like, goes through history and tells, like... Like, there was a one about World War Two. And it was like the podcast was six parts, and in total, it was like 20, 28 hours or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. I do know what you're talking about. Did he break the record? I don't know, but he just sits down and he just tells podcasts, like tells stories about stuff, and he'll talk about all sorts of stuff. So he has one on the Crusades that's insane that talks about all this crazy stuff that happened during the Crusades where you're like, Christians did this? And you're like, holy shit. That's a little, that's a little, a little fucked up, bro. Um, but seriously, I, I think about some of that stuff, and I just that's one reason I'm not like super identifiable with, with religion, but that's one reason I don't super, super identify with anything. And I think that's one reason why I'm like, when people are like, are you a musician? It's like, well, kind of. You know, it's like, Oh, you're a podcaster. It's like, well, kind of, you know, you know, it's not like I'm making all my money off music and this is the only thing I do. You know, this is a hobby I have. He's like, you're a podcaster. It's like, well, I'd have a podcast. It's on every week. I'm not making a zillion dollars off this. I can't, a certain shit can't live off the money I'm making off of it. I barely buy like t-shirts or anything with, you know, like, so at the same rate, like hobby, you know, but like, you know, but it's like, what is your job? Do you identify as that? It's like, no, I absolutely, I do. I not identify as a, uh, you know, uh, loan adjuster i guess that's the nicest way i can say what i do but like, I, why would i identify as that like you're a loan adjuster it's like yeah you work in high finance it's like no i don't I have nothing to do with any of that bull crap like this is just this is what i get paid for i do my job i do what i'm told it's just the way it is and uh that's it you know like uh but then it uh, argues like what do you identify as and uh you know then yeah. we're just back into opening a whole new can of worms here no no i mean you are what you identify as for sure like i yeah i know it sounds cliche but like you know i I think anybody in this, you know, space that we live in in Iowa where, like, people are trying to be, you know, people are, you know, both trying to and are, you know, professional musicians, artists, etc. Is, like, you still have your, a lot of people still have their, like, day-to-day where they're grinding. It's, like, what, do you really want to limit yourself and define yourself as that? Or do you want to look at yourself as, like, okay, this is just how I put food on the table and you know 60 plus percent of the rest of the time i am like do my thing and like you know because people who have come you know come to this door sit in this you know chair like you know come to this podcast you included like are people who are dedicated to their craft like i can see like i can see inside them like they have this one thing that they're dedicated to and you know they're doing it they're thinking about and doing it every day and there's so many people in this fucking state who are doing that and there's a lot of really crazy you know special shit going on it's awesome 
I think that's one of the benefits of having the podcast, though. Once again, exactly. like you and I aren't competing with each other because all we're really trying to do is, is help people like that get, mm-hmm. the, get the word out. Find exactly. people that have a passion for something and want to do something and are trying to do that with their lives and get it out there and help them. You yeah, know? we have the same goals in that sense, I feel like. Yeah, just and, and not only that, but help people get to know them. Like you said, like some of these rappers and hip-hop artists you bring on here, it's like these people might seem intimidating if the only interaction you ever have with them is like their social media and what they present. Like, oh, I was at this rap concert. Rappers are hard people. You know, this guy's music's tough. He, he's, yeah. You know, but then he, you listen to the podcast, you're like, this guy's a human being. This guy's a real person. Seems approachable. I could actually talk to him at the next show. And then, you know, you have deeper interaction with your fan base and things like that, too. That's That's what we're doing. Even if it's a small level, even if it's like, you know, 20 people really take that to heart and then at the next show only two of those people are there that's still two more people that are going to talk to this artist and make them feel better about themselves at the end of the day you know based on just possibly listening to your podcast you know yeah i like and yeah that's the thing like i don't know if it's just you know how i've been as a person or was you know was raised or you know having that like law background or just the people i've hung out with but like i've never really felt intimidated by like you know the rappers that have come through here like i, I i'm com- like obviously there are people that like you kind of can sometimes you can kind of sense like okay there's some real like shady shit going here i'm not gonna fuck with these people mm-hmm. but i would say a majority of the people who are in this scene rapping like they're really just harmless they're you know they're whatever level of crime that they're committed it's usually just selling some flour or whatever and they're just like they got their glock that they have in a video but like that's it and like it it, a hot hip-hop especially is like it's a popular contest it's a facade um and i think if you like really kind of remove yourself and kind of step back from that a little bit and kind of you know honestly just treat these people like you would treat anybody else i think that's what it comes down to you know i think that's how i've not that it's ever got to a point here where it's escalated to a point where like i'm afraid for my life or anything but like i don't think that could ever happen here yeah there's no east coast west coast beef going on here you know (laughs) yeah i haven't met anyone yet who's like i want to kill coleman from the cal stars podcast (laughs) (laughs) it could happen who knows freaking hope not I have had detractors from my podcast, but it was like old school. It was like way back in the day, and I don't know why. Like I, you'd interview somebody, and, and somebody would be like, "I don't like this guy," and they would just just start shitting on you and like one starring everything you do just based because they don't like one of your guests. And it's like, okay, like, dude, that shit makes me laugh. I I I was so butthurt about it at first, and it's like, yeah, it comes back to like somebody's got this much energy and time exactly. to, to do this shit, and, and that comes right back down to most of the stuff i see online where people are just like oh, look at my opinion is this and i'm like don't care like dude that is by far the most entertaining part of being a tiktok creator <laughs> is like just watching the comments posting like rick stewart talk about minimum wage and just watching like 500 people be like oh, this guy's fucked up. People i'm just saying they're just laughing my ass off yeah. <laughs> you know it's like going back to this like kanye shit like when he was going on lex free like uh, on the Lux Room podcast for like an hour and a half talking about like just talking about the Jews like I wasn't sitting there shocked I was sitting there laughing my ass off because I was like this is fucking ridiculous that someone actually thinks like this you know what I mean you gotta be able to take things with like you know like you said like a grain of salt like just being able to take it like like yeah this crazy shit's happening whatever like Kanye is going crazy but like at the end of the day that is my life uh yeah and that comes also back to what i said with like you need freedom of speech so if some, <laughs> if some fucking loony out there like kanye is saying shit like that 
Yeah. Uh, there's going to be people like me that are just like, this guy's not getting one goddamn dime of my money and one not not one second of my attention. You know, because yeah. that's how he's going to act. And like, that's, I want those people out there acting like that so I can just be like, just because it's my choice, it doesn't have to be anybody else's choice. You like him, that's cool. If you think what he's saying is entertaining, you want to go buy his records and stuff, or you like his music and you're just going to ignore the rest of it, fine by me. Yeah. That does not bother me one bit on this side or that side, but it just helps me choose. Like, I'm not going to have anything to do with this person, you know? And that's. Our friendship ends here, man. (laughs) Dude, I was listening to Kanye yesterday. (laughs) I went shit, man. I fucking put 10 of his songs as cute. I was just like, nah, 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 nah. Wait till I get my money right. (laughs) This is. I'll tell you what, this is just where I'm like a thousand year old person because it's just like, I'm just one of those people that's just like, yeah, anything by like, you know, Dr. Dre or anything from that, like, tree that's amazing anything other than that's stupid you know like and that's just me being like i like the old school stuff because i'm a thousand years old and this is what i grew up on and you know it ain't dr dre the chronic you can suck it you know like nobody's ever made good rap before during ever or since you know and i i don't i don't know and that's the other thing that like maddens me about this is like that's guess what i got marketed to and i bought into something and then that's like the only avenue i ever chose so i've like tried to look into it deeper where it's like for a while i got into like soundcloud rappers and i'm like why the hell are these people famous and like who gives a shit about some of these people and you start to figure out like what their music's kind of like and what they're kind of yeah. about and stuff like that i didn't know everybody on soundcloud was so fucking depressed jesus christ <laughs> holy cow like the benzodiazepines the- <laughs> this is fucking the kids up man dude i I will have to say, like, in a macro sense from, like, what the media shows you, the world might seem like a shitty place now, but it's so much easier to, to go about your daily life now than it ever was, like, before. And, like, kids are just like, my Netflix won't work, I'm gonna take a Zanny. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like, Christ on sale, dude. Like, like when I was growing up, I got, like, depressed because, like, uh, if I take a crap, it's like I've read this Febreze bottle 48 times. There's nothing else to read within arm's reach, and I'm tired of reading this fucking thing. Like, oh, cool, no CFCs. Amazing. Like, it's amazing. I probably shouldn't spray this into a towel and huff it. Okay, cool. You know, call a poison control center if I get this in my eyes. Don't keep this around the birds. You know, like, oh, wait, did I actually read this 40 times while taking a crap before cell phones were famous with internet? Yes, I did. This is what happened. But, like, there's so many kids that are just so sad about some of the dumbest stuff ever. Yeah, you know? and, you know, it's, uh, it's probably still better for you than Xanax. Huffing. <laughs> probably. I, I didn't say i huffed it jesus no I'm kidding. But, but still uh yeah so i don't know like i i try to like get out of my zone and try to like look at stuff like uh that i don't necessarily enjoy as i get older like you know reanalyze it once again like with rap and things like that but it's just it sucks because as you get older you identify with things less and less and less and that's like i'm sorry i don't identify with you know like uh you know somebody unfriending you on your playstation 5 account so you can no longer call of duty against them because they're mad at you know because you had sex with their girlfriend or some shit like I, whatever the hell the problems are that kids have nowadays i just uh, i do not identify with them and people are like when i went to college it was like a big deal and people were just like our snap streak was broken because you didn't send me a picture yesterday and it's like oh i'm sorry am i supposed to give a shit about this like i'm sorry i don't care but like at the same time to them it's a huge deal and it's just one of those generational things where like 10 years separates us and this is what's important to you versus what was important to me uh granted like what was important to me was like when i was their age was basically just like vanity so it's like is that any better i don't know but well i'll say this despite whatever generation or age difference there is if someone's doing that fuck that (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm mad at you because our snap streak ended. If you were mad at somebody for that reason, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm making that public statement. Oh my god, you're in my own podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a thing, but. I don't know. The world's just like the world's weird right now. Everyone's offended for like the wrong reasons, and everyone's <sighs> mad about the stupidest shit. And we're all actually just blindly missing like the big picture here. Like we, you had politicians on here recently. Like quit, quit electing one politician, thinking one politician is going to solve all the problems. You need to go out there and vote for all the politicians that you can yeah. that are in your districts that you're able to vote for and vote for them correctly to get your opinions out there and heard in the way you want them heard. Because I'm tired of people just being like, I voted this president in, and now everything's going to be okay. And it's like that's not how this shit works. They're supposed to be checked and balances and like we're past we're like letting executive orders go through that are like eliminating checks and balances which is like the scariest thing in the world where it's like oh you can actually vote in a president that can just be like this is the way things are now and it's like holy shit that can happen now that was never a thing that was never supposed to be a thing nobody ever used to run on the platform of i'm changing everything because i get to and now that's a thing you know and that's literally what kim reynolds is that's why i cannot stand kim reynolds she literally is just like <laughs> dude, dude kim reynolds dropped the ball on uh on everything like honestly like uh, I, I would say, like, everything that was put in place that had to keep the world functioning, uh, she's been doing an okay job at just making sure nothing's burning down. But when it's just like, here's a new problem that's happened, she's just like, put up the blinders. Who wants a drink? That's yeah. <laughs> Bingo. That's, you know, that's pretty much her response. Like, yeah. I got the black velvet right here. Yeah. <laughs> COVID's going to shut down all these small businesses. Let them sell liquor drinks out the side door. Like, Bro, literally people f- drinking and driving. Uh, was, but if you insane. have a joint, if you have an open glass of alcohol, you're fine. But if you have a joint, you're going to jail going to prison prison yeah um well i don't know about prison depends on how much you got if it's It's, just a joint you're probably just going to jail still wild though there's actually a pretty good chance that the cop will just take it and be like go (laughs) yeah i don't know it's it depends i'm I'm mind blown by just basically like what society is deeming important right now like it truly is the whole uh pot argument it's just like you look at that and then you look at alcohol and if 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 you had no if the world was in a place right now where there was never either one of those things, and you presented them both to both of us, and we're just like, with this one, you'll get to have people uh, crashing their cars into people unknowingly and just killing people, like uh, innocent people, and, and but you'll be feeding it to them at, at businesses on the corner, and it's illegal to, to give alcohol to a drunk person, but nobody cares at these establishments, and they will feed you until you're feed you full of alcohol until you like puke your guts out and drive your car home and kill people, or there's marijuana where you can buy it on the street and hopefully it's not laced with anything because that's how. I I was set up and there's no or the government could take it over and we could actually have some proper tax money come in like Colorado did because that's the best state ever but or you could, or you could, or you could smoke a you know a joint uh, I was gonna say smoke a pot so you could smoke a joint and not bother anybody but but yeah so you could like smoke a joint and not bother anybody and like what's which one of these is the worst one you know like yeah. it's 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 so weird that like this is the thing that everyone's like, I agree with that you're yeah. gonna choose this and allow this and people can drink and drive and you can have establishments that sell this and you can just drink at it and drive home and i'm, I'm still just mind blown like that's the one thing i still just like in my brain i have a cognitive dissonance about and i don't know why i do but it's just like how is a bar a place and how is it illegal to profile somebody coming out of a bar you know yeah well you know what it is uh i, I this might have actually been marco told me or maybe someone else but uh um i only have like a 50 percent tax on liquor so that's why they like have all these like fucking kind of loose because they make so much fucking money off it bro 
like like apparently the the stores that like live on the border of iowa have a really hard time selling liquor because they just go across and they get for like two-thirds the price it's so fucked up Half price, I, I, yeah but it just blows my mind it's like so you can have this place where you're like nobody's supposed to drink and drive right it's like yeah but there's this place you can drive to and then get all the drunk you want and then come home but you're technically not supposed to sell alcohol to drunk people but like but you can't hear it's like why well, can't you hear well you're not supposed to but i nobody's in here policing it you know so like you exactly, can't. exactly so okay so you get this place that everybody knows you're getting drunk at and driving away from but it's illegal for police to sit outside and, and find people stumbling out and pull them over that's technically illegal because you're profiling people coming out of a bar which is like technically a thing the fuck is that all about too though like i mean if you're doing that get find something better to do with your life but at the same time like the person that's getting wasted and driving home needs to find something better to do with their life too we can argue the points on both sides but still sure. it's just like okay. trying to keep people safe you know like it's just it's just mind-blowing and it comes right back to like but you're gonna find somebody that you know drove down to xyz street over yonder to get a bag of weed and then they're gonna pull them over on the way home and, and send them to jail forever when all they want to do is just s- smoke a bowl and not bother anyone while playing call of duty or whatever the hell yeah. they're having they're going on there yeah lives. being at home where they're not <clears throat> yeah i agree man the hypocrisy is just out of control it's it's messed up and the only thing is like you need to find a way to tax it you need to find a way to like monetize it in the same fashion that alcohol is monetized and do it in the same way that colorado did it because there's so many other states that have done it and with no success when colorado was like basically the state that did it with the most success to yeah. the point where they had so much money left over that they had to sit down and like governmentally vote on whether or not they could actually take this money out and there was like lawmakers and lawyers involved like i don't know if you can take this money out of here because it's written written in here that it's supposed to stay in this fund for this purpose yeah but you look at the flip side though like a lot of families in california that like had um black market weed businesses like lost their businesses and lost their entire livelihood because they had to pay these taxes that's true but also like you end up with a situation where it's like some you know we're talking California. They take that away because California just fucked everything up. Because they're fucking. St- How do you go bankrupt as a state for Christ's yeah, sake? Yeah, that's fair. Bag sample. Okay. <laughs> yeah, give us all the money and we'll waste it. And then you need us. You still owe us more money. Yeah. But like that's also like poor business model though too. Where it's just like if the business is upended in a fashion where it's like now you owe taxes. Well, guess what? You better find a way to like remodel your business to pay the taxes like properly in order to like yield money at the end. You know, and that's one of those things where. You're never taxed on anything until you make money. When you make money, guess what? Like, don't spend all the money you made because you owe taxes on it. And that's just kind of how that works. And it's unfortunate, but there's so many people that just need to go out there and, and look at, take a, just take a fucking business class, people. Just go to community college. Just get a two-year community college, like general education degree. You'll come out the ass end of it so much smarter. It costs almost no money compared to other colleges. Just just please just do it. Yeah. It's so much educate yourselves like i don't know i'm sorry i'm just like, like no you're fine man. i just you're get fine. i get really worked maybe, up about that maybe, kind of stuff maybe an econ community college class will uh, drive me away from libertarianism no and the free market <laughs> no the free market is a thing and it's totally a thing but it, it also comes back to like you need to find a way to make sure that this isn't some people at the top fucking over everyone else you know yeah and that's a fair argument too i can acknowledge that for sure you know and that that comes back to the same argument i had before like it's no different than the medical with like the the insulin it's like the people that have the insulin can't just be like insulin costs a billion dollars because i have it and it's like no because people need this like well but to that point too like if they can't sell it then it's not it's worthless to them yeah so but what they are going to do not buy it and die i mean that could that could potentially happen yes but eventually i mean they're going to need to sell it so they're gonna they're gonna sell it at a price where people are gonna be able to buy it and then that will 
yes, but that's the economic. That's the thing I didn't agree with. I guess economics was like if you have supply and demand versus price pointing and all this other stuff. It basically tells you to like make just less than you need and then charge just more than it's worth in order yeah. to find the correct price point for the population. Because then you will have constant demand. It it, it, it keeps the demand in check. Is what it sure. is. Uh, while making sure the supply does not oversaturate. And that's like that greasy stuff about economics where it's like, that's cool. That all makes sense. It's all math on paper and graphs. It all makes sense. But at the same time, I'm not 100% sure this is the ethical way to go about it is to like undersupply everybody just so you can keep the price point up because there's not actually a current supply line that's out there. Even though I get that it's the thing to keep it the most sustainable, which is the other argument where it's like, well, if we don't do it this way, it's non-sustainable. And it's like, well... Find a way to make this more sustainable. It's like, well, we have to rip people off. It's like, find a different answer, please. (laughs) I get it. This is the best way. And this is what like hundreds of years of like ludicrous, crazy math has taught us. But like, got to find a better way to get this done. And that's the thing that like we need to do in like a lot of sectors where people are just like this. That's why I don't agree with like, this is incorrect. Burn it to the ground. It's like, no, this is incorrect. Let's find a way to fix it. And if we can't fix it, let's find a new vehicle to get us from point A to point B. Yeah, that's definitely a fair argument, man. Peter, we've been going for about two hours, and I gotta take a mad piss. <laughs> All right, so I think we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, is what? What do you want to plug? Uh, obviously, Audible Farm podcast. If you're not listening, to that shit, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. I don't even want to fuck with you. Uh, this guy's the OG. I fucking love him. Uh, uh, anything else? Anything yeah. else you want to plug? Audiblefarm.com. Check it out. We got the Patreon dollar a month. Audible Farm shop at shop.audiblefarm.com. Otherwise, Three Finger Betty. That's at Three Finger Betty on all social media. There's uh, I play guitar with Jesse Wilson. Check him out. Jesse Wilson music. I play guitar with Clint Riedel. Clint Riedel music. And uh, that's pretty much it. Go listen to the old episodes. There's a lot of really Fuck good guests yeah. in like the last 20 or 30 episodes that I've been just been loving. So go listen to the old episodes of McAllister Hours. Trust me, it's worth it. Hell yeah, hell yeah, Peter. You know how much I love you. I have one. I have one of your Audible Farm shirts that I left in Kansas City. Oh, I'll get you and a new one. I it <laughs> get the new one. I'll get you a new one. No, but um, but uh, I, I I I I have it shipped. I got shipped to me. Oh really? And I I pay. I'm paying the nine dollars to, to for the shipping to get it back. Yeah, that's so awesome, yeah. dude. I'll bill you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love this guy. I'm kidding. Peter, oh, it's been a blast. All right, guys, every Monday and Thursday at 7 p.m., go check out the Patreon. It'll be there eventually at some point. Keep hanging on. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> it is worth it. Peace, everybody. Have a good one.